In our breakout and best-selling book, Looking for Angels, A Guide to Understanding and Connecting with Angels, Dr. Scott Guerin and I share how you can communicate with angels, understand signs from the universe and these celestial beings, feel at peace knowing you are always connected to source, and much more. Get your copy today at lookingforangelsbook.com, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, or your local bookstore. And now you can even get the audio version narrated by me and Scott through Amazon, Audible, and iTunes. I'm your host, Nicole Bigley, and you are listening to a listener series on a psychic story. Happy holidays, psychic listeners. If this is your first episode of A Psychic Story, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. This is the 10th listener episode of A Psychic Story, and it is a holiday special. Typically, Scott reviews all the submissions and compiles them, and then he surprises me with what we're going to read. So one of my gifts to him this year is that I pulled some (laughs) of the stories, and this is the first time he will be hearing them. Surprise, Scott. Love those curveballs. Love those (laughs) curveballs. All right. So this story is from Amanda and the subject is a Christmas with deviled eggs and cigarette smoke. Sounds yummy. Hello, my name is Amanda. First of all, I want to say I love your podcast. It has helped me out so much over this last year. There are so many things that I start listening to and it corresponds to something going on in my life, especially the stand in your truth episode, but we won't get into that. LOL. Up until a couple years ago, I never thought I would be able to communicate with anyone from the other side. In July of 2021, a good friend of mine passed away. Shortly after that, I could feel his presence randomly, and things would go missing then show up a day or two later right out in the open. I just knew it was him messing with me. Fast forward to Christmas Eve night, 2022. I was peeling boiled eggs to make one of my most favorite special occasion snacks, deviled eggs. I only boiled nine eggs since I am the only one that really eats them. They were peeling terribly and I was getting quite frustrated. I had six eggs done that were looking pretty sad when I reached into the pot to grab another one. It was already perfectly peeled, not one little piece missing. I was blown away as were my boyfriend and two daughters who were all home, but nobody was in the kitchen with me at the time. They knew I didn't do it because they were listening to me from the living room complaining about how terribly they were peeling. Then on Christmas Day, I kept smelling cigarette smoke to the point where I yelled at my boyfriend a couple of times thinking he was smoking in the house. A few days later, it happened again when I was home alone. I told my mom about the egg the day after that, and she asked me if I had smelled anything weird lately. I responded, yes, I keep smelling cigarette smoke like somebody's blowing it in my face. She immediately responded, it's Grandma Pat. My grandma passed away in 2018. I immediately started crying with joy as it made complete sense to me. She loved her misty cigarettes, and I loved and looked forward to her deviled eggs every year when we would celebrate Christmas with Grandma and Grandpa on Christmas Eve night. She let me know she was with me for Christmas and even helped me with the deviled eggs. Since then, she has shown me many signs that she is around me, sometimes within minutes of me asking for one. I have also had others send me signs and messages for myself and a couple for someone else. 
I also found out that I'm not the only one Eric has been hiding things on since he left the side, LOL. This last year has been absolutely incredible and I'm so grateful for all of the miracles I've witnessed so far. I am now taking a class to read the Akashic Records and don't think I would have come this far this fast without your podcast. Thank you for all that you do. Thoughts? You have holiday times, right? And the, the big focus is spending time with family. And then you don't uh, think that it could also include those who have passed. <laughs> you know, you kind of just zeroing in on who's coming for dinner, who's going to stay where, this and that. But to me, that it just struck me as just another level that there are loved ones around you. And I saw a meme the other day. Um, I was on Instagram. And they had it was a it was a Thanksgiving table or holiday table, and then they had uh, like ghost like figures that looked like people uh, looking over the shoulders and putting their hand on the shoulders of people around the table. I thought, wow, what a great feeling because that is probably what happens. Mm-hmm. You should have saved that and shared it. <laughs> but no, I actually yeah. sometimes with people in sessions, um, actually one time in particular, I got, because I, I tell people I'm not a medium, but sometimes people from the other side will come through for them and sessions that I'm having. And one person in particular who had crossed over, I kept seeing them show up and I was like, do you guys play games? Like my family's not a big family game night person, but this person or her family was. And she said, yes. And I was just like, they were playing with you. They want you to involve them in the game. And I kept seeing like, uh, what is that when you do the words and then you draw it up? Charades. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, charades. I kept seeing them. I was like, give them a turn or you know, just include them because they're <laughs> there. And so, yeah, yeah, I think even if you don't set a plate necessarily or do games and that sort of thing, just even acknowledging that they're around when you're doing those special things that meant something to you when they were here, they're definitely... They're living vicariously through us and they want us to, Mm. you know, be happy and to acknowledge that. So pretty cool. So two more. This is a story titled A Christmas Spectacular and it is from Pat R. I grew up a stone's throw from New York City. The one thing I never intended around Christmas was the Christmas Spectacular Radio City. My father worked as a baker, so purchasing tickets for six of us was deemed an, an extravagant expense. I was always intrigued by the long lines of rockets that would dance across our television screen, and I vowed one day that I would see the iconic show in person. It was with great excitement that I finally found myself at the age of 38 heading into the Big Apple to score tickets to the show. My husband, his sister, her boyfriend, and our eight-year-old son were all nestled in the back seat. My plan was to park the car and head directly to the box office, but the city was bustling, and it took us 15 minutes to find a spot. I went to wait in line in one of those long lines. I saw people walking away disappointed in front of me, but I told myself that it was probably because it was too expensive or was at the wrong time to fit in their itinerary. It had been a bad year for me. My grandmother and great aunt had passed away. The deaths of these matriarchs had left me doubting my faith, particularly in regard to my aunt. She was the most devout person I knew. She attended church every Sunday, belonged to the rosary club and prayed for all of us. She had become so debilitated from cancer that she was barely recognizable at the end. When I finally reached the cashier, I I greeted her with good morning and said, I'd like to buy five tickets for the next show. She responded with, I don't even need to look. The last seven people asked me the same thing. We are sold out. Well, what about tonight's show? And she looked at me like I was the village idiot. We are sold out for this day, this week, this month. I might be able to get you in the middle of January. I was shocked. It was worse than I could have imagined. My husband reported back that even the scalpers didn't have tickets. 
Shortly after, when they were looking for additional people that might be selling tickets, a man approached me. Are you looking for tickets? He inquired while extending me a slip of paper. Take this. We can no longer use it. Yes, I answered enthusiastically. Then I added, but I need it for five people. And how much are they? I reluctantly reached for the paper while also watching to make sure I was not the victim of a scan. This will work, no charge. It's meant for you, he assured me. And there was an aura about this stranger I could not explain. Wait, I whispered. I looked down at the paper. It said SRO for the show at any time. I was perplexed and the man had disappeared. What happened? My husband explained. Some guy just came up and gave you this. Why didn't he use it? I have no idea, I answered truthfully. It can't be real. That's worth thousands of dollars, my sister exclaimed. We saw the show that day. We all got in for free and we didn't have to stand. They brought chairs for us right beside the stage. I sat there in awe. I couldn't quite process what had occurred, but that year the play had a spectacular slant. The story was based on a true biblical interpretation of Christmas. In the last scene, when the nativity was presented on stage, the hair on my arms rose. I felt as if I had received a message to continue believing in the magic and miracles of Christmas. I was reminded of a verse my aunt would quote often. We walk by faith and not by sight. I'd received an emotional mana that day. It was a true godsend. I was restored that Christmas and it was truly spectacular. Wow. That's an angel in human form. You know, that's those uh, very specific and or was it an actual human? Was it an angel that... I, I also don't know what SRO means. Standing room only. Oh, standing room only. Okay. So I guess it allowed them to, to go into that section, but they gave, gave mm -hmm. them chairs, something like that. But they saw the they saw the show, so that was mm -hmm. the big thing. Yeah. Um, and the sister, you know, explained that, that it was worth a lot of money. So, that, yeah, a, quite an unusual interaction. Mm -hmm. And this is a little bit of a side sidestep but uh i was the uh for part of my uh for my undergrad work no my master's work in psychology i had to do a uh, externships and i ended up going to work at a hospice organization and i was the spiritual counselor for the hospice and i would go to make sure that the families had all the religious uh support that they needed and this and that and and i would go to the many times to the homes and with the people who were in hospice you know right there almost all of them were unconscious or semi-conscious not not that i was puzzled but um i just had this thing in my head like these people are going to be in a great place in a short amount of time <laughs> And, you know, and I get it that they're missing them. But this woman in this story said that, you know, her faith was shaken uh, because her matriarchs were taken. But I, I, I don't know. It's just me that I can look at it at the other side, uh, the other way to say, um, you know, first of all, it's it, it could be part of their, their divine plan, you know, to leave at a certain time or place. Uh, but they are going to be in a good place. So uh, that was just one thought. Yeah, no, I think that um, the fact that it was always a dream of hers and then it was right when her faith was tested and then it happened and then the message with the show itself mm. was also around that with her aunt who was really devout. Like that whole aspect is just full circle to me. I think it's it's like you can't, you maybe you might be able if you're a skeptic to discount a piece of it, but not all of mm. the parts when it comes right, together. Right. When it's And also yes. when it has such a meaning to the person, you know? Right. It was like a celebration. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Very much so. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Celebration. And confirmation. 
All right, so this last one is, the story is titled Gifts from Grandma and it is from Terry H. My grandma passed on December 21st. It was common practice in our Polish neighborhood to have a three-day wake with the funeral on the fourth day. To alter this tradition was considered disrespectful, but the family made the difficult decision to hold the funeral on December 23rd as the fourth day would have fallen on Christmas. Postponing grandma's funeral would have been more difficult for everyone, especially for those of us from out of town. We all prayed that we had her blessing and that she would have understood. I was inconsolable. The loss of my beloved grandmother was particularly hard for me since I had lost my mother when I was only 19 years old. To make things worse, we'd recently discovered that my husband was in danger of losing his job. Money was tight, even with him working. And if he was without work, I wondered how we'd survive. As I huddled at my grandmother's gravesite with my husband and two young daughters on that frigid December day, I prayed for the repose of her soul. I also prayed that my beloved grandmother would watch over us and pray for us. The next day was Christmas Eve. Arriving home, my family unloaded the car and rushed to prepare for Christmas. My husband went to the basement to retrieve Christmas decorations only to find the floors flooded. The hot water tank had ruptured and spilled water everywhere. Fortunately, my husband knew how to install one, but purchasing a tank on Christmas Eve was another matter. I had no idea where the money would come from to pay for these mounting bills. We'd have to go a few days without hot water until we could figure out how to get the money. I felt overwhelmed. All I could do was pray and talk to my grandmother. Grandma, I miss you. Please pray to God for us. We need a little help right now. When Christmas morning arrived, I knew that going to church would bring everyone some comfort. So I bundled up my kids and got myself ready. My husband grabbed a pair of boots that he hadn't worn in months. As he tried to pull on his left boot, something blocked his foot from slipping inside. He sat down and turned over the boot. To our surprise, a wad of money tied by ribbon only used by my grandmother fell out. We untied our unexpected find and counted 25 crisp $20 bills, $500. It was the exact amount we needed to purchase a new hot water tank. We looked at each other in astonishment. My husband asked, did you put this here? I shook my head as I swiped at the tears on my cheeks. It's grandma. I asked for her to pray for us and to send us help. There's no other explanation. Just then the phone rang. My husband answered and, her, and I heard his boss say, sorry to bother you on the holiday, but I wanted to let you know your job is safe. Merry Christmas. Wow, <laughs> that is great. And you know, the, the statement that came to me while you were talking was the one, one of my favorite uh, lines from uh, The Course of Miracles. And it says, if you knew who walks beside you in this path that you have chosen, fear would be impossible. You know, and it's just so, it's like in those situations to go, to walk through them, to not see how it's going to work out, but uh, it, but it does you know, and that fear is impossible in those situations. But wow, great story. It's amazing how our human minds and our human emotions yeah. hold us back so much. <laughs> you know, when I look at my life of, over the things I was stressed about, of course I'm stressed or I'm upset because of those things. You can't discount it because you go through it. But when I'm on the other side and I look back, I'm like, all the ways the universe or myself even like stepped forward and helped, you know, or mm -hmm. how things unfolded. Mm -hmm. And so it doesn't mean that we don't go through difficult times, but it is very amazing to get that validation and that confirmation, you know, either in the moment or even in retrospect that we have all of this support, which is just great. Yeah. Yeah. 
So that was the last one. And I just, if you enjoyed these holiday stories, we hope that you have happy holidays. Even if you don't celebrate Christmas, all of the holidays combined and we have a new year coming up here soon. So just want to say blessings to everyone that's listening out there. And thank you for listening and submitting your stories. And this is just a reminder that if you happen to have some amazing holiday stories that happened this year, don't wait to call in, call in, email us, submit it on the website so that we can share them next year or in future states. That would be amazing. And we make it easy for you. And that can be through the website at a psychicstory.com. You can email contact at a psychicstory.com. You can leave a voicemail at 1-800-880-1881. You also, if you're outside the US and you don't can't use the 1-800 number, you are more than welcome to submit an audio file and email that to us as well. So we have many, many ways that you can share. Also, if you have photos or anything that you want to include along with that, just don't forget to send those as well. And just a reminder that when you share it with us, you're automatically giving a psychic story podcast permission to share it with our listener base. And so again, just want to say happy holidays and thank you everyone for being part of our lives. This year has been fantastic in a lot of ways and just wanted to say thank you. Thank you, everyone. Have a great holiday season. Thank you for listening to A Psychic Story. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode and join the conversation on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. All episodes are free on your favorite podcast player or at apsychicstory.com. Have a question? Is there a topic you'd like to hear more about or have a suggestion for a future guest? Send an email to contact at apsychicstory.com or leave a voicemail message at 1-800-880-1881. We'd love to hear from you and you may even be featured on a future episode. If you're interested in booking a session with me, you can do that directly on the website. And if you want to hear even more content hosted by yours truly, check out my other show, Supernatural Matters. Reminder that you are automatically entered to win either a free 20-minute intuitive or energy healing session with me if you leave five stars along with a positive review. Currently, reviews can be left on Apple, Stitcher, Podchaser, or CastBox podcast players. Don't forget to email contact at a psychicstory.com when you do, because it allows me to get in touch with you if your name is pulled in the drawing. Your name stays in until you win. 